Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the best of two pros in a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Happy draft day. Yeah. Come on, aren't you guys fired up for the draft? Yeah. We is are Kevin here. Is going to pop up out of somewhere, you know, and just start making draft picks for someone? I've still never hmm. seen that movie. Yeah, I haven't either. I've heard it, ha- it got bad reviews. People ask me, and I'm always like, well, I lived it. So, like, why, why do I have to <laughs> watch Kevin Costner act like a general manager for, uh, for the Browns? Don't you guys look back on today, and it doesn't it bring up good memories, though? Like, what, like that's got to be awesome, just hearing your name called, and especially in the first round, like a couple of the elites, just hanging out, doing a radio show with a couple of the elites in the football world. Hey, Jonas, what's it like um, not having, having a kid? What do you mean? Do you know what it's like not having a kid anymore? Uh, I don't get it. What do you mean? I mean, do you have a kid? <laughs> do you yes. remember what life was like? Do you remember what life was like without a kid? Yeah. All right, but do you do you? All right, you're difficult. All right, the, the you- point <laughs> is, you don't you don't. It's like you don't know what it's like to not have it. You know what I mean? Like oh, you don't know you. what you I don't know. You. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like oh, it's like like now that it's happened and it's happened so long ago, it's more or less kind of like you know. It feels it's like a different like, life. Yeah, it's like it, first round, second round, under out. It's like it happened. So I don't know what it would feel like for it not to happen. So it's kind of like I'm excited for all of the people that are going to realize their dreams. But as it applies to me, it's it's just uh, I don't I don't apply it to me. Do, How you, about that? do you think you guys appreciated it in the moment? As much as maybe you do now looking oh, back. Oh, yeah, in the moment. Hell, yeah, in the moment. Because awesome. I didn't know – you didn't know what it was going to feel like to be a draft pick, you know? So now you know, and so that's kind of – you. Know, it's it's like I can't I – don't, I don't know what it's, it's like to not be that draft pick. And it's kind of weird to say because, honestly, I don't feel like – I don't feel like um, – I don't feel like it defines you. In a weird way, like I, I feel like there's so many more things in your life that defines you, and and it's a great accomplishment. But I don't I don't walk around I don't I don't know it's strange I don't walk around like yeah I was the number two overall draft pick like it's not that's not I don't know it doesn't it doesn't impact me that way. But but in the moment, it represented something as 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 a young person. 
I, I aspired to be the best I could be playing playing the game of football. And, and you know, for so many people, the story is, is always kind of the same. Like, that's your way of making it, <laughs> right? So if that's your way of making it, and that's what that represented, and I was actually good enough to, to make that happen, I kind of internalized it as I can do anything. You know, like I didn't, I didn't internalize it as – I made it to the National Football League. I'm going to make a whole lot of money. I'm going to do all of these things, which I did. But I internalized it as if if the percentages of people who are able to be good enough to not only make it out of high school and into college, but, but navigate college successfully to be in a position where you have an employer that is, is going to bid for your services – then what what else in life can you not not achieve? And that was kind of like, I don't know, that's kind of how my mother and father raised me. But I just always felt like that was a big feather in my hat in terms of knowing that whatever it is that you aspire to do, whatever you put your mind to doing, if you do it and you do it with all your might and you do it with all your belief, you're going to get the results that come with it. Something good is going to happen. You know, whether it's number two overall in the draft or not, something good is going to happen from from that hard work and that dedication and that belief of what you do. Well, I'm a pretty picky guy. I I, I, I refuse to uh, work with anybody (laughs) other than first round draft picks. So I don't know if you guys know that or not. (laughs) I could dig. Yeah, that's just just the way that I'm sure it's easier, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know that we have as big of a chip on our shoulders as, as guys that got drafted in different rounds. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, there, there is all that. Because TJ's got a hell of a chip on his shoulder, bro. <laughs> Does he really? If, if you draft me. <laughs> well, if we, he went in the seventh round, right? I don't know. He, he, I don't know the way he talked. You know, you'd think that he he went as undrafted free agent. You know, I don't, I don't know. Well, he made a Pro Bowl. Get a great career. He he had an excellent career. That's probably why he was so good. Here's the reality. Um, A a lot of young men today, it starts this process of them getting the chance to live out their dream and play a sport professionally. I think the thing that blows my mind is the fact that you get to play your sport and you get paid for it. Like That was one of the things that was so hard for me to wrap my mind around in just being that lucky to have the opportunity. You know, my, my dad worked his ass off all, you know, through my childhood growing up. Every, every, you know, day I knew him, you know, he was always working so hard. Uh, my mom, the same thing, raising us and, and doing, you know, different jobs throughout the course of my childhood. So it's a tremendous day. It's not just for the athletes. It's for the parents. It's for the coach. It's for that's that, really that who it's whatever for. figure, whoever else is involved. That's, that's who it's, it's for as well. Mm-hmm. All the other people who sacrificed – to allow that, that player to get to that point. And, and, and look for the fans. Like, the, the hard thing about this is, you know, obviously every single one of these players getting drafted has every intention to, to have a Hall of Fame career. It doesn't work out like that for everyone. You know, I, I don't know how many people saw the interview of Giannis Ananakumpo after the game against the Heat, but he had a, a really, really uh, reflective, I, I guess, response to a question about the season if it was a failure and everything else and and i thought that that was something that more people should listen to to try to relate to it they probably never will or can't but there's at least some perspective there that kind of relates to this as 
it's a it's it's a it's a dream coming true. Like getting drafted is literally a dream coming true for the athlete, for all involved to help that person get to that point. So it's 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 a special day. It's a fun day. It's the craziest crap you've ever ma- imagined. Like what happens today is is unlike any other uh, job opportunity. There's no one else that can relate to this, where you have no say whatsoever in where you end up going to go work and try to live out your dream. It's pretty unique in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> yet, yet your tax bracket is freaking boss. No matter what market you're going to, that employer is paying you top-notch dollar. That's right. You get paid, they say you get paid a king's ransom to play a child's game. So it is what it is. I mean, speaking of a king's ransom, it's going to take that if you want to make any money on Bryce Young because the uh, betting odds have now shifted, him being the number one overall pick. We're looking at a minus 2,000, uh, so a 20 to 1 on DraftKings right now. So all the uh, all the momentum for Will Levis appears to have died down. Uh, he's back up to 8 to 1. So apparently an anonymous Reddit post uh, was not enough to convince the Carolina Panthers to take Bryce Young overall. Was, it's unfortunate. Was that quite possibly the greatest swing? of odds off the most i don't know the mo- the least credible information we've ever seen i mean in, in all seriousness have we ever seen odds move more than that off of a reddit post i mean someone tell me where odds have swayed more based off something so insignificant and now they've almost gone you know, not right back to where they were but close to it I would be interested to see did the value of Reddit go up. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's where, a fair where's point. Their, where's their it's a, that that's, it's just got a short term to be able to figure that out. But yeah. the problem is because so many people are new to the gambling world and they're getting involved. Like you hear a lot of like longtime gamblers or people that run sports books or the you know the guys that are the experts when it comes to this, and they talk about how they've just kind of muddied the waters. Like it's it's now you can't really trust a lot of the information. It's almost more difficult now. Like you would think, oh, there's a lot of suckers out there who would take your money and there is some of that but it's also skewed the way some of these places are operated you still have the old school spots in vegas that are done you know the the old way and and done the same way they've always done but yeah a reddit post basically changed the odds from a quarterback who we were hearing for the longest time albert brew is coming up an hour two he told us last week that he couldn't find anybody who liked will levis Yet a Reddit post had him going number one overall and completely changed the odds. So it just the smoke screens and the BS that comes out at this time of year is amazing. Let me give my man Pete Prisco some love because he said from the onslaught that Will Levis is his favorite quarterback in this draft class. Um, <laughs> he he feels like he's being victimized like Josh Allen and talking about the accuracy and also their stuff. So he uh, he, he did he did a what should teams do mock draft and. He had him right there up at number one overall. So he uh, he's one guy that if, if Levis goes higher than people are anticipating tonight, someone give Pete Prisco a shout okay, out. Pete. He's been saying that now for weeps. What, what up, Pete? Pete? What up, Pete? Yeah. Double P. Double P. By the way, Double P. And we're going to have a conversation later on uh, about about FaceTiming. But Double P, who was harassed by Brady Quinn to answer a FaceTime call, and when he finally answered his FaceTime, he didn't have a shirt on. Yeah. Just in bed. Like like an old man, take it out. Uh, yeah, so there, there's the odds. By the way, uh, th- this seems because I think we talked. Was it yesterday or the day before we did our over unders on Jalen Carter? And I think the over under was him at six and a half. 
a lot of money has come in on him at number five with the Seattle Seahawks. Which it's hard to pass him up, man. John Snyder loves those defensive uh, defensive yeah, he players, does. and yeah, he does. when you get a surefire guy like that to come in and make his impact, you think about when they had success with the Legion of Legion of Boom. It was that pass rush, that, that D line. I don't know, man. It makes and, a lot of sense. And Pete Carroll seems like the type of coach that could handle all the stuff in the background, all the you know the the concerns, places like that, things that we've heard about yeah, Jalen Carter. It, it, that is the most unique locker room environment that I'd ever been a part of, where you know Pete really focuses the the entire NFL process, and you learn it when you're in the getting ready to get drafted. Is what's wrong with you, right? What you can't do, what character flaws, intelligence, something's you know, everything's wrong with you, right? It's like everyone's nitpicks at you. Pete Carroll, you know, they were like, oh, he brings this college style to the NFL game. It's not college style. All he, all he does is say, hey, these are the things you're really good at. I want you to focus on those things and continue to be great. We're going to put you in positions to win doing that. And he allows you to be who you are and not try to make you something that you're not. And uh, I think it's one of the reasons why he's been so successful. It's one of the reasons why some players, you know, love playing for him. I mean, I found it incredibly refreshing to be there for an entire offseason after what I endured the year before. Mm. And it's hard to say that because I had to play against that dude all through college. And I hated him when he was at USC. (laughs) But now you see why guys love playing for him and and they were so successful is because of the the mindset uh, that he puts his players in. And, and I think Jalen Carter uh, would, would do really well out in Seattle in that environment with that coaching staff, with the resources they provide their players. It's second to none. I, I, that organization is a special, special place. And when you go from a playoff team the year before to getting arguably the best player in the draft the next year, like things have come they up. Have two first round picks. Yeah. I mean, this like is... they could still, people are like, oh, they have to get a quarterback. Like, no, they could still get one if one falls to them in, the, in that spot. You know, they could have Gino there for a year and then have you know, this guy be his understudy for a year and then take over. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So it was the debut of the Aaron Rodgers experience with the New York Jets. A-Rodg uh, met with the media yesterday. He had everybody with the Jets in the front office. Woody Johnson, the owner. Robert Sala. Everybody there in attendance as he met with the media yesterday in his introductory press conference. And amongst several of the items that Rogers talked about, it was his excitement to be in New York and also what the future could look like with the Jets. The reason I take care of myself is to allow myself to continue playing in my 40s. And I'd always dreamt about being a starter at 40. I'll turn 40 uh, in December of this year. But I'm going to be here for the foreseeable future. Um, I think it's important. Obviously, I know the scheme that Hack's putting in. There's some tweaks. But I want to get to know the guys and be around the the facility. I think I can just fit in perfectly. I'm not here to be a savior of any kind. I'm just here to be the best quarterback I can be, to lead authentically, and to inspire the guys around me to raise their level of play. So I'm talking about, I'm in. Come on, they're, Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Win, Relax. <laughs> they're, probably <laughs> gonna win. they're probably going to win. Yeah. They're yeah. No, I mean, th- this team is in a, uh, a position now where uh, I know Bills Mafia will be getting upset about it, and, and they probably want to see the Jets do it first. Go back to last year. Didn't they split with the Bills? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. And you've got a, a team now that's much better because of their quarterback play. Light years better because of their quarterback play with Aaron Rodgers. So th- they're, they're in a different stratosphere right now in regards to how they should be feeling and thinking about this upcoming season. Because Aaron Rodgers comes in and immediately solves all of those potential issues that you had. And, and I'll go a step further in saying he's on a better team. The Jets roster is a better roster than what the Packers had. And he's so he's on a better team. And they're going to even though they're in a, in a tougher conference and in a tougher division, I still think they are to the top or right out there at the top of the AFC East if if not, you know, tied with the Buffalo Bills for odds to win the division in, in my mind. And so I, I give them every, you know, benefit of the doubt of of not only making the playoffs but making a run. And I love the fact that I think initially when he was asked about, you know, past this year, he was noncommittal, which, you know, given his contract situation, I think the Jets are going to owe him about $100 million over the next two years. You know, you, you kind of want to be noncommittal because you don't know how things are going to restructure. And at this point in his career, this is his leverage point. I don't know that he wants to jump to another team after this and pull like a far then with the Minnesota Vikings. You know, maybe I'm wrong. But... I, I think you you use that as your leverage point as you get towards the end of your career to say to a team, look, I'll come back, but you know, 
you got to make it financially worth my while. And, and you figure out what that number is uh, as you, you work through this kind of first year. But he, he, he later on said he's not just, you know, here for a, for a one-year thing, which I think should give Jets fans – a lot of hope, a lot of optimism for this not just being a one-year flash-in-the-pan thing. This could be two, three years of really, really fun, good football from the New York Jets. You know what I find to be interesting? And I know it's like, it's like, why is this even relevant? But I think it's relevant that Aaron Rodgers is used, he's used to inclement weather conditions. I think that plays – like playing in New York – you realize very quickly that the weather can play a major role in the success of the team. And and so you're not only bringing in a, a proven quarterback that is tremendous in what he brings to the table skill set wise. He's he's played in worse weather conditions for his his entire pro career. And so when you you add that, and I know you might, you, we could look at you know the media aspect of it. I think he's we. That's a foregone conclusion that no matter how bad it gets with the New York media, I think Aaron Rodgers um, is the type of personality that won't get rattled by that media. It, it won't bother him to be on the tabloids, um, and I think that he'll always have a response that will be fitting for who Aaron Rodgers is um, and what we've come to know. I think that could be a tremendous positive. Obviously, if you're winning, that's a tremendous positive. If you're losing, it could run, it could run short. I mean, it could get, it could get interesting with the way the media is there, but I think he's the perfect type of person to be able to handle that. But I just think in looking at just purely on the field, what he's going to be able to do, you take the the elements of his familiarity of the, the play caller, you take the personnel groupings. The only thing that I would say is if you were bringing him from somewhere like Miami or from California or something to that effect or Texas, you know, you're going to wonder and you're going to ask yourself is he able to acclimate to the climate conditions that he's going to be uh, subjected to and I just think that if you're looking at any of the the concerns that could be there if if the only concern the only true major concern is his motivation to play for how long is he going to play like how what is he thinking in terms of amount of time if that's the only concern that you have coming into this, you got to believe that even if it's just for one season, this one season is going to be a pretty freaking interesting season for that Jets team. And I also think like the Favre comp, when Favre got to the Jets, they were the same age. They were 39 years old. He wasn't playing at the level that Rodgers has been playing at. And, and he was a little banged up last year, but you know, back-to-back MVP seasons – Rogers strikes me as a type of guy who he's not making this move just for the one year, just to say he did it. I, he, he seems really, really motivated to want to show like, okay, I mean, you guys, you know, we're ready to move on from me after I came out of the darkness and, and, you know, we can get into that stuff later on as far as their communication and all that. I just, I never looked at this and thought, all right, this is a one and done. Like this is a guy who keeps himself in good shape as he pointed out. And he's going to go there for multiple years. Cause I think he understands it's tough to go to a new, place and win right away but at least give them a couple of years and and i think they're gonna have a ton of success i think he's gonna give them at least three wins that they didn't have last year 
um, at least yeah. three. So that, that gets them to the 10. I mean, we don't have the schedule yet. We talked about this yesterday, but that gets you into the playoffs. Once you get in the playoffs, to me, experience is huge. You know, you want a quarterback who's been there before. He understands that it's an elevated speed of game. Uh, everything is, is that much, you know, greater magnified when you get out there. So, you know, all, all those things he's going to be very comfortable with, confident with, and, and be able to help a, lo- help a lot of the young guys who, you know, aren't aware of all that. Um, he looked like he, he was energized. Like, yeah. like it, it was almost as if, you know, this new opportunity is kind of like revamped or – you know, reinvigorated maybe his feelings towards the game, you know, of, of having a, a group of people, the New York Jets. And, and I don't just go as far as saying this. I don't know that the timing could have been any better for Aaron Rodgers or the New York Jets. The Jets have the longest playoff drought of any of the four major uh, sports in the U.S. of any professional team. And so he comes to them at a time where they haven't won a Super Bowl since Super Bowl three. They haven't been to the playoffs in what going on 13 years now. And you get now a guy who's feels like he's been wronged. And, and, and as you touched on, we, we can get into the lack of communication or what happened between him and Green Bay. But I think there was a sense of when they drafted Jordan Love that the clock was started. Yeah. And I think every single day. It sat at his desk in the quarterback room, went tick, 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 tick. And eventually, you know, he won an MVP, won another MVP, but it probably got exhausting having to sit there and look around an organization that was waiting for you, just waiting for the first instance for you to stumble and for you to not be able to play at an MVP level to go. he beat him to the punch. Yep, yep, time to go. Time to go. Thanks for everything you did here. We'd like to move on. And that's, I think, the reality that he was living for the past few years. And, you know, and at times, I'm sure, through COVID and everything else, there was other things that came to light that people tried to focus on. But that weight was constantly on his shoulders ever since they drafted Jordan Love. And that's a tough thing to deal with when you sit there and have to go to work every day and look at the guy who's going to be replacing you. And they're just waiting for you to fail. They're waiting for you to stumble. That's tough. Now you get to a place where they're rejoicing. I mean, everyone's there to greet you as soon as you walk in the door. I mean, he had Woody Johnson after kind of the awkward introduction, just introduced Aaron Rodgers and sat down. And he's got the odor popping back up out of his seat to go shake his hand after he made a joke. Are we supposed to shake a hand or something? Is this how this works? I mean, that's how excited I think everyone is, and they should be. The Jets are now relevant in a serious way. It's not fluff. It's not hype and whatever the Zach Wilson hype was last year. This is real. And he doesn't have to worry about looking, you know, looking at a guy sitting in the room that they're excited about replacing him. You know, they brought him in because of the guy they had in the room uh, they weren't excited about. And and now they really have a chance of making a run here. And, and also, he's a pretty Aaron Rodgers is a pretty calculated guy, as we've seen over the past couple of years. I don't think he makes this jump unless he's one hundred percent confident. He's ready for it. He's going to be good. They're going to be good, and everybody's going to be able to just move. And, and also with Nathaniel Hackett being there, I can imagine that just makes his transition that much easier. Like the, oh, this, 100%. so just seeing all that, that's, I don't know how this doesn't work. That's the that's the most difficult part of any transition for for an athlete, and, and probably even for like someone in business, right? You move to a different company, you know, they've got different acronyms for things, whether it's within their culture, whether it's their processes, whether it's just even even the landmarks on 
on on their campus or, or whatever you know, their headquarters. You know, you got to learn like how, like the language of how people speak. I mean, that's what it is when you're talking about speaking a different offense when you go to a new team. Like people always are like, oh man, it didn't work out. Well, the guys played in three different offenses in three years. What do you expect? It's like trying to do your job speaking one day in English, the next day in French, then and, and, and or excuse me, the next year in French, next year in Spanish. It's hard to be able to master that unless you've been in that system for a while. And so he's going to be able to step in there right away, week, you know, day one today, because he's going to practice with the team, and he'll know all the plays. And, and more so than that, he'll already be sitting at the line of scrimmage changing those plays. And so for a team that had a top five defense last year, and a, a bottom five, you know, offense based on you know yards or scoring, and, and you know yards was a little bit better than that. He's going to give a huge boost to a team that I just, I, I think they, they, you have to consider them part of that kind of Super Bowl contending team. If there's eight to ten teams you think can win a Super Bowl, the Jets are definitely not one of them. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think so as well, too. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. He is Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Big Al, happy draft day. What the hell's going on? Yeah, Big Al. Thanks for the music, too. I appreciate it. Yeah, Not not us, man. I don't don't know why anybody would want to put you in a bad mood. This early in the morning, but hey, uh, at least you have an Ohio State guy go off the board before a Michigan guy. Yeah, how many how many Michigan That's... guys are going to go in the first round tonight? Probably one, if that. I mean, Mozzie Smith, right? Maybe, maybe, right, right, right. And I think we'll have three in the top half of the first round. So no excuses next year, Brady. No excuses. All right, so uh, Albert, I, we got to know the Houston Texans at two. What are you hearing? It has to be Stroud. What's right? the speculation? Yeah, you know, I I think this is sort of down to, um, you know, a defensive player and a quarterback. And I know that sounds simplistic. I I think it's Tyree Wilson versus um, whichever quarterback, and I'm not sure exactly which one it is. But, um, you know, I I think at the beginning of this process and when they started to really drill down on the prospects, I've heard D'Amico Ryan sort of advocated for the idea of taking a defensive player. And if you look, you know, at where he's coming from and um, you know what they were able to accomplish in San Francisco. When they went up and got a quarterback, um, it was Trey Lance. And yet they went to three NFC title games in the last four years with two quarterbacks not named Trey Lance. So, um, and then, you know, when they, spent a, when, they spent a, when they spent a pick high on a defensive player, it was Nick Bosa. So, you know, I think D'Amico's only message there is just not to force it. Um, and if the best player there um, and the biggest difference maker is a defensive player, consider that. And um, I'm, I'm not sure they're settled on it either, guys. They've kept a really tight circle when it comes to this. And so uh, I, my guess would be, a Ty, it'd be Tyree Wilson or C.J. Stroud. We'll see you tonight. The interesting thing about Tyree Wilson, and not a lot of people have talked about this, is he's coming off what I think is a, a Liz Frank injury, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, look, I dealt with it. That's a serious deal. It can impact you and the way you move, you know, moving forward. But the only other thing that doesn't make sense to me if if D'Amico Ryans is taking that stance is let's just think about this. Because if we're going to say, well, they traded up to take Trey Lance and they've been able to have success getting deep into the playoffs without him, you can't just go, well, and look, we spent a first-round pick on Nick Bosa, and look what the results are. First off, you spent a first-round pick on Eric Armstead. You originally had spent a first-round pick on DeForest Buckner. You spent a first-round pick on Nick Bosa. You spent a first-round pick on Javon Kinlaw. I mean, you spent first-round picks on every single defensive player that has essentially been on your D-line for the past, what, five years, wherever it's been? Like, you can use that strategy, but then you're going to have to wait another four years of you accumulating all this defensive talent up front or you can go get a quarterback that's going to help improve your level of play in a guy like C.J. Stroud right away. How does that make any actual logical sense when you think about it? Yeah, I'm with you, Brady. And I think part of it, too, is like if you want to come out of this with a quarterback and an edge rusher, right, I think part of it is the argument like it might be harder to get an edge rusher with a 12th pick or trading up from the 12th pick than it would be to get a quarterback. And let's say your guy isn't C.J. Stroud, right? Let's say it's Anthony Richardson or let's say it's Will Levis. Well, then maybe you think, you know, with the 12th pick, you can get that quarterback. That's, that's the logic I've heard on it. Um, you know, or if you think the quarterbacks are close, if you have those three guys ranked close or two of the three ranked close, maybe you look at it that way. Now, I'd argue, like, that 
when it comes to quarterbacks, you probably shouldn't get cute with it. You know, like, because there's a good chance if you get cute with it that you're going to wind up losing your guy. Um, but, you know, I think that's part of the logic here. And, I mean, look, they got two first-round picks next year, too. I think we all know about the quarterbacks that are going to be coming out next year. So that's part of it. And, and I'm with you on, on Tyree Wilson's foot. Like, I think that's a real concern. And um, I know some teams have failed him. But I, I, my understanding is the Texans passed him on the physical, so I think they're okay with it. But it's at least going to limit him in the spring and the summer. Um, and he's going to, you know, again, like as, as you just kind of alluded to there, Brady, um, those foot injuries, especially the Liz Frank, can be really tricky and they can Dude, linger. I can't wear shoes that are like, I, I mean, I, I've got to get like wide shoes. Everyone says I look like Quasimodo. I'm embarrassed to wear <laughs> sandals. I mean, I'm telling you people, that Liz Frank thing, like that'll jack you up. I mean, not only with the, your foot selection, but like even your self-esteem the rest of your life. It's, it's a miserable injury to go through. Yeah, and, and I think it's certainly something that is – Inconsiderate like teams that are up there in the top ten, and I think he goes somewhere between two and eight, if I had to guess. But it's a consideration for every single team, and and again, like there are teams that have failed them. What's the story you're highest on going into the draft? I just think how the I mean I know it's the easy one, um, Lavar, but it's it's how the quarterbacks come off the board, and you know I think you know there's a scenario where and we all talked about the possibility that like. You know, four come off in the first five picks or something like that. Like I think, you know, one or two of them could could have a, a little longer night. You know, and I, I just think part of it is um, you can poke holes in every one of them. Um, I think part of it is the class that's coming next year. And if you have some job security and you're not like 100% sold on these guys, then maybe it makes sense to wait. So I think all four of them are going to go in the first round. Um, I just don't know that it's going to be like bang, 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 like that, you know. So that'd be one storyline that I think is going to be interesting to follow tonight. And then the other one, you know, there's this cliff. Like, so I think you've got eight players in the draft, eight non-quarterbacks that are above everybody else, right? So you got the three pass rushers in Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson, and uh, and Jalen Carter, the two corners, Witherspoon and Gonzalez, the two offensive linemen in Paris Johnson, Peter Skaronsky, and then B. John Robinson. And I think what that's done, having that group, and then – Maybe there's not a big difference between like the 11th pick and the 51st pick. Created this cliff, and so I think those teams like 11, 12, 13, 14 are both going to be looking at going up and going down. And I can tell you, you know, the Titans, the Texans, the Patriots, those teams have all made calls about both going up or going down. Basically, with the logic being, we either want to get up in that top group, or we just don't think the values there were sitting, so we're gonna we're gonna look to move back. Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. All right, so hottest rumor you've heard over the past 24, 48 hours in the first round of the draft is what? Um, you know, I, I, I think, like, the, the Will Levis stuff is so all over the place. Like, it's, like... It, I feel like he could really like a week and a half ago. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was really gonna slide. It felt like he was sinking like a stone. And then there was a pivot point, and then the Peyton Manning stuff came out, and then he started getting connected to the Colts. And I, I just think like you know Peyton Manning and, and, and Jim Irsay, like that connection there, like everything that you're hearing on on, on Will Levis, um, you know, has just been. I mean, really, really crazy, you know. And um, and then I'd say with with Anthony Richardson, it's just this idea that teams higher than you think might really like him. 
So, like, I just think the intrigue with those two, um, I, I think, is really interesting. And then, you know, I think the the idea that some veteran players could move, like that the Commanders will listen to offers on Chase Young. Not saying they're going to trade him, and I don't know if they'll get an offer worth moving him, but the, but that the Commanders could listen on Chase Young. Um, that the Broncos could listen on Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. That the Vikings could listen on Dalvin Cook. Like I think, once we get past the first round, um, you know, I and and teams have an idea of like, okay, here's who we got with our first round pick. Here's who we're looking to take in the second and third round. Maybe you see some movement with some of the veteran players. You know, Albert, I was going to ask you about Hendon Hooker. He's a guy that, from all accounts, I know he's older, but really had a couple prolific years at Tennessee. He is coming off an ACL injury, but we saw a video of him yesterday throwing. It seems like he might be ready for September, and he's a tremendous young man for anyone who hadn't had a chance to listen to him speak. Is there a chance a team maybe back in the first round, something like that, would take Hendon Hooker? Yeah, you know, I, I, there are some interesting um, scenarios there, Brady, like I think like you could see a team kind of at the top of the second round that maybe didn't get a quarterback trading back up into the bottom of the first round. We've seen that before, of course, happen with um, you know with, with with Teddy Bridgewater years ago. Um, you know, so I could certainly see where you know maybe a team that 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 doesn't feel comfortable taking one in the top ten, or maybe a team that missed on one in the top ten. Like let's say Indianapolis. Let's say Stroud goes second to. Um, let's say Stroud goes second to Houston, and then let's say they're not wild about Levis or Richardson. I'm not saying that's the case, but let's just say that if that scenario plays out. Well, the Colts did a lot of work on Hendon Hooker. They had him in at the very beginning of the process on a 30 visit, um, and so they could potentially be a team that's like looking at the top of the second round and saying, you know what, let's just be aggressive, go get our guy, get the fifth-year option on Hendon Hooker, and be done with it. Um I really feel like Brady, if he was healthy and 22 years old, he'd probably be in the mix with these other guys. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. it, it just it just feels like the fact that he's a little older. Um, I believe he turns into 20. He turns 26, I think, in January, right? So, like, if this year's a wash or a redshirt year because of the knee, maybe you're not getting a full year out of him until you know the, the year he turns 27. Um, but quarterbacks play longer now. ACL injuries aren't what they used to be, and so. I think, you know, it could be interesting at the bottom of the first round with him. Uh, A.B., and and looking at this year's draft, there's always someone who impacts their their draft status, um, you know, under the radar. Oh, I thought you meant like the gas mask bong thing. Who's going to be this year? I wanted to stay positive and and not take it negative, but please uh, have that come back for one more year, please. uh, Well, since Q brought it up and it wasn't me, who 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 has impacted their draft status positively or negatively? Has there been any? Because it seems like it's been pretty quiet. Yeah, so, like, I'll give you a couple names. Um, you know, and, like, I think last year, if you look, like, last year, I think the guy who was the cleanest was Trent McDuffie, right? Like, I remember people just being wowed by, like, how he came off in meetings and the type of kid he was, right? Like, and so it was like, you are not going to miss on this kid. And sure enough, um, he winds up being a starter for the Super Bowl champions, right? So I think that kid this year is Devin Witherspoon from Illinois, um, it feels to me, and Brady, you might be familiar with him. Um, I don't know if you came across him like during the season in the Big Ten, but just watch this um, tape. He's a stud. Yeah, so like he he has apparently been a home run in all of his meetings, and just the type of kid where 
Like he's small, and that's really splash him. And so you look at. Oh no! Yes, no. We he needed had, this. He had such we a needed great this. streak. We needed um, this. You had such a great streak, AB. Damn it! <laughs> it came to an what end just say? now. You're like Aaron Rodgers. What? You have cell phone issues at your house, apparently. Oh man! Yeah. Oh no! No. Should we just I Facetime you? I'm on my porch again. <laughs> I'm not in the car. I'm in my porch. Can you Maybe hear me? A big bird right? flew by. Yeah, it's, it's better now. Yeah, it's yeah. better now. Okay. All right. Damn it. Damn it. That was a three perfect. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Historical run. Um, so, uh, so no, I'd say Devin Witherspoon's like a kid who um, checks every single box except for size, right? Like, and he's done great in his interviews, and I think he's really, really helped himself through the process. I think. The corner from Mississippi State, who is freaking tiny. He's like 160 pounds, but he's another one who's really helped himself. Um, you know, I think Will Levis has been, I'd say the reviews have been mixed in his interviews. Um, and I don't know how much Jalen Carter's helped himself. Like, I, I think there are teams that are still enthralled with the talent. And what you hear coming out of the interviews is they're okay with him. Like, they think they can handle him. But you don't hear, like, oh, wow, he really turned it around on them. So, like, I think, you know, the, the Seahawks, the, 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 the Lions, the, um, the, the Bears, the, the Eagles, they've all grappled with this, you know. Like, I think the Eagles could, could potentially go up for him. Um, but I think they're all sort of kind of trying to wrap their heads around, can we get this kid on the right path? And I think, like, you see the teams that – all those teams, like, right, except for Chicago, the three others – really have, like, some establishment in their pro in their programs, right? Like, in Seattle, you see, like, some veteran players in that lock on the Eagles feel like they could absorb them, having, like, Jordan Davis and, and Nicobe Dean and a bunch of veterans in their locker room. Detroit, of course, Dan Campbell, it looks like he's really kind of turned that locker room around. Um, you know, I, I'd say with, with Jalen Carter, it's not that he has really changed many people's opinions on him in the interviews. It's more okay, like, will we feel all right with this based on the talent that he brings to the table? All right, Albert, before we let you go, we got about 20 seconds. Yeah. Do you anticipate, and, and just, you know, off the top of my head, just kind of, mm. you know, spitballing here. Yeah. Do you anticipate there being more or less than three and a half Ohio State football players selected in the first round tonight? I would go under. I under. think it's just going to yeah. be the three. Yeah, wow. I would go the three. I, I would just say, I mean, I think C.J. and Jackson and – Paris Johnson, I think they all go in the first half of the first round. If I had to yeah. guess right now, if I had to guess right now, I mean, you guys can hold me to this, I'd say I'll say CJ to the Colts. I'll say Paris Johnson to the Raiders. I'll say Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Jets. How about that? What? There's no way he falls to 15. I, I'm, I, think I, I think there is a way, Brady. I mean, he could go to the Packers at 13. I actually think the Packers have Texans their eyes 12. on your – the Packers have their eyes on your Notre Dame tight end. Of course they do. Oh, I mean, man. he's was everyone's <laughs> Valentine this year. I mean, you, you need that security blanket as a quarterback, especially for Jordan Love. Notre Dame's, tight, Notre Dame's sort of tight end you, isn't it? Oh, yeah, don't piss LeVar off. Yeah, with your guy Fasano. You won't piss me off. I think we just got a lot of tight ends, though. We got, we got one in We've this, had this every starting too. tight end since 2004 Notre Dame's been drafted. Every single one. I think not we've bad, had it, bad. too. Well, I don't know. Not, not that not far that back. Yeah, not no. that far <laughs> back, but. But pretty um, far. Like, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, don't. You, your last two tight ends have been good. Yeah. Gusecki last and, three. Uh, Gesicki, Jesse James, Fryermuth. 
Friday. You know, now we got Brenton so Strange in this one. I mean, is Gasicki really a tight end though, or is he yes. just a big receiver? No, don't He's do that. He's a tight end. I, I just <laughs> went to do a that. golf event with there him. He's go, a big Al. dude. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that now. Don't do that. Al with a little shot to the ribs from his porch yeah. as we a uh, liver close shot. shot. All right, yeah. um, Javante Davis over here. Albert, we uh, we appreciate it. Get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Uh, always a good time here on a Thursday. We'll do it again next week. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.